Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, you know it's Taz and Moose. You know it's Taz and Moose. Hey. Hour number three is we come to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios. Who found a better way to mortgage so you can focus on making your new house home? Rocket Mortgage. Push button. Get mortgage. Mike Pete across the way. Bogus, your updates as we take it right up until 9 a.m. Eastern time. We have uh, college and NFL picks coming your way later on this hour. We kick off this hour, however, and uh, kick it off in style as we're joined by Brett McMurphy. Uh, Stadium college football insider joins us now. Hey, Brett, Taz and the Moose with you. Thanks for a couple minutes this morning. Happy early Thanksgiving, man. Brett, what's up? Hey, thanks, guys. Good morning. Good morning, Good morning Brett. Uh, a lot to get into uh, with you as we look across college football. Let's start with the latest rankings. Did you have an issue? And <clears throat> and listen, you know, if teams remain undefeated, everything will take care of itself. But what about the idea of Ohio State jumping over LSU? Yeah, you know, I thought if, if both teams won out and won their respective conference championships, that Ohio State would ultimately jump LSU. I was surprised that they did it at this point in the season because um, I thought at this point right now I actually would put LSU slightly above Ohio State but with Ohio State finishing with ranked Michigan and then a ranked either Wisconsin or Minnesota in the Big Ten Championship and then LSU only playing ranked Georgia to finish the season I thought that would give Ohio State the edge so I think ultimately the committee basically values Ohio State's overall performance, both offensively and defensively. You can't argue with with LSU's offense, but defensively they haven't been as strong. So I think it was a combination of the uh, cliched eye test and also uh, the resume is close enough that they just feel Ohio State's a better overall team. And I think it's fairly significant because, you know, the main thing is – you know, if you if you get the number one seed, you stay out of the two hole, and what that means is you avoid Clemson because I know Clemson hasn't played anybody this year, but they're the the defending champs. They've won you know twenty, what is it, twenty seven consecutive games, twenty five consecutive games, whatever it is. Um, and I really think they are going to be the toughest out of this whoever ends up in the final four. Um, so if we still have two weeks left. It could get shaken up but i i think with what ohio state has left on their schedule now that they're at number one i don't see them falling out of the top spot if they can if they can win out convincingly these last two weeks so brett hey you mentioned clemson so let me ask you man um in your opinion right what's the most uh, what would be more of an appealing first round matchup would it be ohio state versus clemson or lsu versus clemson well when you say appealing are you talking what are you are you talking about for like, entertainment or what? Uh, uh, like, what's the better game? What's just the better football game? What well, the better matchup? Um, you know, I think I think any either Ohio State or LSU versus Clemson would would be great. Right. Uh, you know, um, 
if I'm Ohio State or LSU, I don't want to play Clemson until I, know. I get to Me the neither. final. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. because yeah, I mean, because look, Dabo Sweeney's going to have a huge chip on his shoulder. I mean, they they started out the first rankings; they were only ranked fifth. Um, you know, they've got up to, to number three. They're, look, they're going to stay there unless somebody above above them loses, which um, you know is significant because um, you know they'll probably end up. You know, the number one seed based on geography will will go to the Peach Bowl because that's closest to their campus. And then the two three game will be at the Fiesta Bowl. Um, so, you know, it, it could impact fan, to, uh, you know, following and, and that sort of thing. But, I mean, I'd, I'd love to see their game. Um, I, I want, you know, I'd like to see Utah get in the get into the yeah, the me too. Four too. Yep, I agree. Yep. Just because I, I really think people don't realize how good they are. I don't think enough people know enough about Utah. They are really, really good. The problem is their schedule. They they have yet to beat a top 25-ranked team. Obviously, that would change if they beat Oregon for the Pac-12 championship. Um, but, you know, I, I'd love to see, you know, Utah play Ohio State. You know, the, the one question with Ohio State, maybe we'll find this out this week, is they really have not been, you know, they haven't been tested. They haven't had to play a close game yet. This will be their, their, you know, most hostile road environment. How does Justin Fields um, react to that? We'll have to find out. I, I just know, you know, after Clemson squeaked by North Carolina, I talked to Dabo Sweeney about Trevor Lawrence, and, you know, everybody was criticizing Lawrence and Clemson at that, at that point. And he's like, look, Brett, this is the first time in two years that Trevor Lawrence has been in a game where the game's been, the margin's been less than two touchdowns going into the fourth quarter. He goes, we don't know how he's going to respond to that. You can't replicate that in practice no matter what you want to do. And I think that's kind of similar to Justin Fields in Ohio State. What happens if they're at Michigan and they have some turnovers, there's some adversity, and it's a close game in the fourth quarter, will they continue to steamroll people or, or could there be some hiccups? You know, Brent, how about Oklahoma here? Uh, for the Sooner fan that's on the outside looking in right now, uh, what do the Sooners need to get themselves into those playoffs? Well, here I don't think the committee knows what they think of Oklahoma <laughs> right now. I think they've been really inconsistent because Oklahoma ranked 10th a couple of weeks ago, and then they go win at Baylor. And they win it at number 13 Baylor. So what happens? The committee moves them exactly one spot up i thought they should have moved him up more um you look at oklahoma's overall resume and of, if lsu clemson and ohio state wins out we'll say they're the top three so the fourth spot will come down to oklahoma utah if they win and then alabama well alabama will wins out they will be one and one against top 25 teams utah will be one and one against top 25 teams oklahoma depending on if oklahoma state and iowa state remain in the top 25 Oklahoma could have four wins against the final top 25 teams in the college football playoff rankings. And if they win the Big Big 12 championship, in the history of the college football playoff, you've never had a team uh, among the top four teams in the final rankings. You've never had a team that had more top 25 victories and the same number of losses with with comparable teams that did not get into the playoff. So based on that history, look, they don't look, they don't go by what they do in the past. So based on the past committees, they've always valued top 25 wins um, over over anything else, as long as as you have the same number of losses. So based on that, 
it w- looks promising that Oklahoma would be able to jump over Utah and Alabama. But I'm just wondering if if the committee hasn't doesn't value OU over Utah right now, and OU right now has three top 25 wins, then Utah beats Oregon, OU beats Baylor again, beats Oklahoma State. You know, I, I'm not so certain that they will jump OU over Utah. I think OU has to be dominating in Stillwater this week in Bedlam, and I think they need to handle Baylor. If they win a couple of close games, which they've basically done the last three weeks, um, I think Utah stays in front of them. But I think if OU can be decisive in those games, I know there's going to be a huge outcry about brand name and this and that. Ultimately, OU will get in, and it will be simply because they'll have four top 25 wins, and Utah and Alabama will only have one. And I think the Sooners then get the fourth spot and play Ohio State. Yeah, you know, Brett, I understand it's a lot, and you just laid it all out perfectly, man. Thanks for that. But, like, so... You know, in that fourth spot when the dust settled, I mean, it's understandable that it could be Georgia, it could be Bama, it could be OU, it could be Utah. I'm with you personally. I'd like to see Utah. I don't speak for Moose, but I know we both talked up Utah a good amount, so yeah. it might be kind of cool to see Utah. Yeah, and Utah in that fourth spot. Who, when the dust settles and everything is, 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 is locked in, I mean, just put yourself out there for a second. Who gets that fourth spot? Is it Bama? Well, is it Georgia? You know, Utah, OU. What do you think? Right. Well, Georgia has to win a Georgia loss and they're out of it. So that that's simple. Um, you know, look, I'll just I know this never happens in college football that that all the favorites win. Right, you know, right. hey, there's never any upsets. Right. Sure. But I'll, I'll 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 pretend like we won't have any major upsets. So Ohio State, LSU, Clemson are going to be your top three in some some kind of order. Sure. I think I think OU. If OU wins out, they get in. I really, I really do. I think, even though right now they're back at number seven, right. I think. Look, Utah and OU are both going to jump Alabama because they will have conference championships, and the committee values that. Georgia loses to LSU; they have to shuffle down. Um, so as long as those top three win, and OU wins out, I think. I think OU gets the jump over Utah. I, I'd love to see Utah in there. I think you know. They're vastly underrated before the season. You know, I picked them to get to the college football playoff and win the Pac-12. So I guess selfishly, I kind of want to see them. But I, I just really think they're that good. They they beat every Pac-12 team by at least 18 points, except for a road win at Washington when they only won by uh, by five. And then, of course, they lost when their running back, Zach Moss, uh, was hurt against USC. And now that USC team, given up for dead, is – is going to finish eight and four in, in the top twenty. So uh, ultimately, I think OU wins. You know, if everybody wins out, if anybody slips up, then you know, if whoever survives will win. Uh, Alabama is going to need basically Utah, Oklahoma, and somebody one through three to lose for them to have a chance. I, I think they have absolutely no shot to get in. We're talking to Brett McMurphy, uh, Stadium College Football Insider. All right, Brett, let's uh, move on to some of the matchups this weekend. Get your thoughts here. Um, and the big one at the, the big house in Ann Arbor, noon kickoff, the great rivalry, Ohio State and Michigan. You know, Wolverine fans are hopeful, but maybe this is the year. How good of a game do you think we're going to get Saturday in Ann Arbor? Well, for Michigan fans, I guess it can't be any worse <laughs> than the past few years, right? Um, you know, the, the thing is, since Harbaugh is infamous, you know, this is our finest hour comment at halftime of the Penn State game. Uh, in, the, in the three and a half games since that statement, 
I mean, Michigan has looked like a totally different team. Um, excuse me, it's been four and a half games. Yeah. Um, yeah, they dominated Notre Dame. Obviously, Maryland and Michigan State and Indiana weren't the toughest of competition. But while they dominated offensively, which was a good sign, I think more importantly, they stopped turning the ball over. They've had one turnover in those last four and a half games. In the first six and a half games, they had 14 turnovers. So they've, they've figured out something. And I think it's really worked well. I mean, what, kind of what I referenced earlier, what happens to Ohio State when they get into a close game in the fourth quarter? You know, they actually looked human against Penn State. They turned the ball over a little bit. And look, this is Justin Fields' first year starting. He's played at Indiana. He's played at a Nebraska team that's at below 500. He's played at Northwestern. He's played at Rutgers. I mean, he, there's a lot of libraries that are louder than those places right now. Now he goes in to Michigan, you know, and they're going to be frenzied, uh, incredible atmosphere. Can Ohio State handle that that surroundings and atmosphere? If, if they can, then they'll be fine. But, if you know, it, a lot of weird things happen when teams go on the road. And, look, Ohio State, now they're back at number one. I'm not saying they're, they're playing – and not to win, but sometimes teams play not to lose to kind of keep that ranking, and that, that affects them a little bit. And also for Ryan Day, look, he's been incredible. He doesn't get mentioned enough in Coach of the Year um, consideration of what he's done. I think this is a better team with Urban, with uh, Ryan Day than it was with Urban Meyer. But this is also his biggest game um, as a head coach, and we'll have to see how, how the Buckeyes respond to that. You know, another another huge one, Red, is uh, obviously the Iron Bowl with Auburn trying to uh, completely destroy the the playoff hopes of uh, number five Alabama. Uh, you know, a sophomore quarterback Mac Jones. Let's see if what he can do against Auburn. What do you think happens in this thing, man? Break this thing down for us, Auburn and Bama. Yeah, I think um, I heard on the you know in the intro, you guys have your picks coming up. I don't know if yeah. it's NFL, NFL or college. Both. I, we do I it all there, like... Brett. We do it all. <laughs> yeah, we do it all, bro. <laughs> uh, okay, I like the lightning minus one and a half. Um, I like <laughs> nice. <laughs> you know, I like. Um, I actually like Auburn. Um, you know, Alabama when they've been a favorite of less than a touchdown uh, the last seven times, they're only they're only one and six against the spread, and they've only won three of those games. So, what does that tell me? It tells me the majority of games that Alabama plays, they are just simply so much better than the opponent, and this is in no way to be negative or derogatory against Nick Saban. But I think this is a huge game for Auburn. It's at Auburn. They are a different team at home compared to on the road. Um, Look, they held LSU to 23 points. They're the only team, and that was at LSU. They're the only team that's held LSU under five touchdowns, and that says a lot. And then, you know, they had the game um, with Georgia. It was a slugfest. It was 14-21. Auburn's got a – has the best I know Saban said this is the best team they faced this year. He's saying that to to try to, you know, convince the committee um that if they win this game they should be in. They're not gonna buy it though. Um, you know, look, Auburn's a different team at home. They have one of the best defensive lines in the country. And also Matt Jones, Alabama's quarterback, takes over for two at Tungavailoa. You know, this is not Western Carolina. You and I and eight other guys could have beat Western Carolina. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is a whole different animal. I think this is a huge game for Auburn. You know, look, it's not going to impact them bowl wise. They're gonna, they're not going to make a New Year's six. But you, you, you referenced it at the start. They can officially knock Alabama out of the playoff, 
and we've seen some crazy stuff happen in the Iron Bowl. I think I think the Tigers uh, take care of Bama at home. You know, Brett. Uh, you know, a big story uh, in the Northeast, and and certainly a guy that's got you know college ties, NFL ties, Ohio State, Rutgers. What, what happened between the Scarlet Knights and that Rutgers football program? And Pat Hobbs, the athletic director, and Greg Schiano, where it fell apart there, where he would, uh, you know, right now, you know, obviously he pulled his name out of the hopper. Uh, he's not returning to Rutgers to once again to be their head coach. Yeah, well, basically, you know, Rutgers was was prepared to, you know, offer eight years, four million a year, um, twenty five million of that thirty two million deal would be fully guaranteed. And, uh, you know, Chiana, look, he was there before. He had a great deal of success when they were in the Big East. Um, you know, from, from the people I talked to, it seemed like that I think Chiano had an interest in going there, but it's like he wasn't, he wasn't fully convinced he wanted to go there. So he, he basically, you know, requested that all of these different things. So kind of like to convince himself that he wanted it. And then when it ultimately got down to it, they just they just could not reach an agreement. You know, and obviously the Rutgers fan base is up in arms because they thought, well, this is the only guy that can turn this program around. Um, you know, nothing against Greg Schiano, but it, Rutgers is in a different place than it was when they were in the Big East. And maybe he would have had success. Maybe he wouldn't have. If it was me, you know, look, I would have accepted a lesser contract because, you know, you know if you win after – you know, three or four years, you're going to, your contract's going to get torn up. It's going to get renewed. You're going to get more money. Uh, they ultimately couldn't reach an agreement, and now they they move on. But um, you know, it's it's tough because you know I know that there were people involved that you know it seemed like that they they were fatigued by all the all the the demands that that Shiano was making, and and I understand for making making some of those, but I think. On the on the flip side, they they wanted uh, you know someone to come on come in and have some kind of success, or at least not lose as badly as they have been before you know before you know giving some of these things that that were asked for. Uh, but ultimately, it went on for a long time. It didn't work, and now they're now they're back at square one. And uh, you know we'll have to see who they end up with. Whoever they get, whether whether it was Shiano or Nick Saban or or Vince Lombardi. I mean, that is probably the toughest. Either that or Vanderbilt is the toughest Power Five job, and it's not an, it's not an easy job because you're in the you're in the Big Ten East, and you're you're butting heads with Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State, Michigan State every, every year. I mean, you start you start the year realistically hoping that you're not the thirteenth or fourteenth best team in the Big Ten, and that's not a good spot. So. We'll have to see where they go from here. Brett McMurphy, uh, college football insider for Stadium. Hey, Brett, thanks for the time this morning. Happy Thanksgiving to you and your family, all right? Brett, thanks, man. Thanks, guys. Good luck on the lightning, minus one and a half. There you go. <laughs> all over it, Brett. All over it. There you go. Hop on board. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I know someone wrote a little note for themselves. All right. Uh, lightning and mental <laughs> note. Uh, check. You know that, Taz. You know yes, me too sir. well. Uh, it's Taz <laughs> and the Moose. We come back. Uh, we got your college football picks next on this uh, Wednesday morning, CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. 
to Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. Ah, that is right. We got your college picks coming your way straight ahead. Taz has got his fresco open. He's uh, fired up. It's a Wednesday, but it's really a Friday for us as we're off the next couple of days. We're all here. We're all here, Moose. We're all here, yes. No, they're all here. We're all here. They're all here. What's that? Well, I'll tell you. What's you all know, here? Also, you know, what am I missing? I don't know what I'm missing. No, you know. You get it. You just don't see it, but you get it. Oh, Once you have okay. some food around, they all pop up. Everybody's popping up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's this true. show is like a ghost town. Nine and a half out of ten days. Yeah. Once you bring in a box of food, they oh. all show up, Andrew. Whoa. Well, they had to uh, scoot someone away. Excuse me? Someone had to get scooted oh, away. Oh, yeah. I, I was actually there for a Like an old that. school Italian grandma yeah, with the broom. Right. Dude, no, you're right. It was awkward. I was there. Showing them off. Like, yeah, no, none for you, sir. Go away. Ouch. Who was that individual? That was just fantastic. Bogus. Who was that person? I actually, I don't know who got uh, shoot. I was think hoping about it's your, Zach. your favorite person, and I say so, that sarcastically. No, good. Yes. I, I, it, so it was Zach. Good. I saw him leering through the glass. Who brought egg sandwiches? And the guy who does play-by-play on the internet? <laughs> One of our good friends he did. He came in and tried to strike up a conversation about, about Carl Banks, who I've done shows with. Yeah. Shocking. Did you see Carl Banks is on the finalist list for the Hall of Fame? Mike. I got that too, actually. And then Mike said, get out. And Mike, I didn't say just get out. I said, I'm producing right now. And Hold Mike on. said, get lost. <laughs> Which was basically making a phone call. Yeah, he, yeah. Said, he said, get lost. Oh, it was great. And I just walked out like awkward. Like, Ooh. Yeah, right. Well, he then went down the hallway and tried to hit up Boomer and Geo compound for their own, because they have their own breakfast down what there. Do oh, what do they have there? What do they have? They, they just straight order from a diner. Like, oh, God. Like, you know, we, civilians. We complimentary exactly. Oh, so, they got huh? in, so they got individual breakfast. Correct. Oh, so you can't oh, go God. over there. He can't leer over Boomer's no. while he's eating his pancakes or French toast. No. Well, because, see, Andrew, to him, he called it the compound and... If it's anything, Boomer and Geo. The promised land, he's someone impre- might call he's it. He's impressed. Oh, my God. If I can. Oh, my no, God. Bogus refers to it as heaven. Right. It's heaven. There you go. It is. Heaven. It's yeah. heaven. I mean, yeah. it is. Yeah. Uh, they, they have a compound. We have, we have a studio. They have a compound. Oh! <laughs> yes. Yeah. He, he just, you, you really do. You, Andrew, you don't even know you're doing it. It's embarrassing. Oh, no. I know. It's embarrassing. Like, I don't yeah, know what's going on with my nose. They right got. Now. Do you have clear, a problem? I can't you clear out my nostrils. Sur- you have to go to a surgeon. ENT. I, I blown my nose like fifty times this morning. It won't stop running. I took medicine. You Just probably won't. have a deviated septum. I do have that. You know, I, I've said that. On oh, the air right, sorry. I, oh, thank you. <laughs> I know. Thank you for di- Thank you for diagnosing me, Doc. I've well, said. Yeah, I, I don't know. You I might have a. You could have a. You could have a. You probably have a nasal infection. You're probably right. You probably have a nasal infection. You're is right it burning? No, no, no. There's no burning sensation. That's it's coming tomorrow. We'll really have the burning tomorrow. Having... Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah. That's nice. Guy driving to work right now listening to that. Yeah. Crash his truck. I saw DA. He looked at me like, oh, my God, he's here today. Oh. Oh, DA's keeping score yeah. on who's out sick now, too? Well, uh, I didn't know DA was doing that. DA's, I didn't pitch DA no, being DA's that type guy. Like, here, no, DA's here. Here's a Lysol wipe. Wipe it down. Oh, because of the whole. That's right. Because you. Oh. I forgot. Yeah, DA sits in your chair when he comes yeah. on his so show. Musical chairs at nine a.m. Uh, he comes in. Where's the safe zone? I'm in one chair, yeah, my car seat. Wow. Uh, that's not <laughs> weird. Like I'm a little kid. Yes. It's like I'm a little kid sitting in a car seat. Buckle yeah. up. <laughs> Make sure to fumigate that car seat. Take it from me. Oof. Yeah. No. I had a little <laughs> All right then. City Vineyard Vine yeah. Jones. Yeah. yeah the sausage is not settling well. Yeah. During the Brett McMurray uh, interview. McMurphy. Right. McMurphy. During the interview. All right. Um, yeah, yes. I, I did a little. Yeah. Uh, you're ripping him. I did a left little left and right. And Moose yeah. gave me a look like. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Well, it's loud. I have my headphones on. I mean, gee. Uh, yeah. <laughs> There's a lot. Girl, I was playing the trombone. 
And then Taz gave me the wink and the nod. Like, <laughs> Atta boy. I'm glad. Yeah, there you go. I'm ah, glad. The locker room shadow. Yeah, nice. Yeah, I know. I had a little. Yeah. But, uh, Angie, you know what? Once the show's. Actually, when this show ends at 9 a.m. Eastern every day, nationally, mm-hmm. you just sit in the control room with Al Dukes and Eddie and watch Boomer and Geo talk on the radio? No, I give them their space. No, yeah. they keep you away. That's, that's one way to look at it. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's what it is. Pete Gass texted me, happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, I got one from him, too. He was listening on the phone, on the phone, on the radio, while we were talking to Chef Mike, and uh, Pete the body was killing him in a competition, and yeah. he was hungry because all the food we were talking yes. about. Pete, Pete, uh, Pete Gass. Yes. Thank Stop. God Mike can cook. Oh, Mike is great. Yeah, he really bombed. What does that mean? That's sarcastic. Yeah, because he he let us down. Otherwise, the sandwich was great. The performance and trivia was. And Bogus was thrown off. He thought we were on video. He was holding up signs behind Bellotti. No, 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 no. I wasn't thrown off. I know there's not video. Unfortunately, I was just being funny. I made Mike laugh. That's all I needed. Funny. (laughs) I'm laughing again. Yeah. Thank you. Two for two. Like Chef Mike. They love each other, Andrew and Mike. They really do. I think it's great to have a good bond. When I first met Mike, he tried to tell me he didn't like Andrew, yeah. which is obviously I, a lie. Did I really say that? It was a work. You did. Yeah. <laughs> I, I said, yeah, I really don't like him. And, and, and then I realized these guys like brothers. So, and then he's, there, he's on his podcast. You know, everything's the best. The great drive. Ray Odyssey. <laughs> Random. Yes, the great Ray Odyssey. Dude, Ray was good. He had a hell of a dropkick. I'm sure he was. He used to wrestle in a, uh, one of those uh, body glove suits, like a surfer. Oh, really? Yeah, he just he, the surfer Ray. He was the surfer. I should have put that in the surfer Ray Odyssey. Oh, okay. He lived uh, in Tom's River. Did he really? That's where he lived. Is that your, I swear to God. He drove a. I have to say that half the time. He with drove God's, a, God's honest truth. A little Nissan pickup truck with one of those hatch covers, and I had no car. So he would drive, and we'd wrestle each other, and he'd have to drop me off like near the building. Then mm-hmm. he would circle the building a couple times. And then, because we'd have to try to protect awesome. so we weren't getting in the car together. We would just basically just drive all over the place with no heat. We were wrestling up in Buffalo, wrestling up in Rochester, all the way up to Albany, all these cold areas of New York State, freezing in this little Nissan thing. And I was just so happy that we had a car, just packing lips and laughing, making no money. That's great. Yeah. That's what we were doing. It was a good times. Ray was good, man. Yeah, he was good. We actually had a WWF tryout against each other. Yeah, against each other. And they, they chose you over him. They didn't choose either of us oh. at that time. This was early. This was oh, before this was ECW. Early. Oh, okay. Yeah, so neither of us got cho- chosen. Oh, okay. That was nice. So, but yeah, but no, but then later, my ECW stuff helped me obviously get in, you know, yeah. because of that. But Ray just, yeah, no, nah, Ray's a good dude, man. But yeah, so for Ray, he would, yeah, he wouldn't like really anybody here. Be honest. I'm sure he wouldn't. Yeah, he wouldn't. <laughs> All right, we got uh, yeah. some college yes. picks coming your way. Guys, uh, what's yeah, going on, Bogus? Yeah. Guys, it was 2000 the last time Duke lost at Cameron to a non-conference opponent. It was St. John's back then. Stephen F. Austin last night. I'm a lumberjack and I'm okay. I sleep all night and I work all day. He's a lumberjack and he's okay. He sleeps all night and he works all day. Uh, 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 awesome. The lumberjack. Actually, listen, let me stop Paul, this. Paul, Jackson, Gregory in the car, that, they just love that. Uh, they're yeah. real Wine. They're asking my wife to hit roll. Really? Wine. You're raising them well. They do. Yeah. Why? Uh, okay. That song. That, I'm a lumberjack. Hit it again. Gladly. Okay. I'm a lumberjack and I'm okay. I sleep all night and I work all day. He's a lumberjack and he's okay. He sleeps all night and he works all right. day. Now it takes a, a turn. He's a lumberjack. He's okay. He sleeps all night and works all day. Well, yep. Matt Bourne played Big Josh. He was a lumberjack in WCW. Of course. That's right. Yeah. Of course. Uh, no, but here's the thing with that lumberjack of song. Course. Is that like from a cartoon it's now? It's from Monty Python. 
Oh, that's old school. Your yeah, kids yeah. know Monty Python? How old no, are these No, they kids? just like the song. Oh. The song. Do it, they it, stay just... for the the third verse change? No, no, no. No, they're, no, they're gone by then? No, okay. they, they've never watched Monty Python. They just would like the beat of the song. It's a goofy song. Mm. Yeah, I don't think the bit was funny. Okay. The Lumberjacks quiet to the crazies, 85-83 in OT when Nathan Bain laid one in right before the horn. Duke is the third number one team to lose in the first month of this season. There is already a new number one in college football, Ohio State leapfrogging LSU for the top spot in the playoff rankings, even though both won on Saturday. The Buckeyes started at number one when the first rankings came out. Clemson, Georgia, Alabama stay three through five. Utah takes over number six as Oregon falls all the way to 14th for losing at Arizona State. Luka Doncic was on a four-game run of 30-plus points and 10-plus assists, but then the Clippers came to town. Paul George led the way, holding Doncic to 22 points on four of 14 shooting with seven turnovers. We just kept the body on him. You know, we, we never gave him a good look, and we switched multiple bodies onto him um, and just, you know, we, we tried to throw whatever we could at him and um, tonight we were successful with George it. George also scored 26, 28 from Kawhi Leonard in a 114-99 victory. The Nuggets took care of the Wizards 117-104, Denver and LA on six-game win streaks. The Steelers will start Devlin Hodges at QB Sunday against the Browns. Not the most ringing of endorsements from Mike Tomlin yesterday when asked why Hodges over Mason Rudolph. He has not killed us. He has not killed us is the reason why Hodges gets the play. He started week six against the Chargers with Rudolph out with a concussion. He came in last weekend through the deciding 79-yard TD in relief (laughs) in Cincinnati. No, I'm done. No, you can hang out. Um, You guys know Roman Reigns, of course, right? Yes. So, uh, obviously, Georgia Tech's playing Georgia, right, this week, right? So, you know, hello. Everybody here? Yeah. So yeah, George is playing yeah, George Tech. Right? Okay, I just want to make sure you understand what I'm yeah. saying. Uh, I just retweeted this thing I saw on Twitter, a guy who hates Georgia Tech. So Roman Reigns played football at Georgia Tech. So yeah. he tweets, this guy, uh, Mac hates Georgia Tech's tweets. Roman Reigns has beaten Triple H, John Cena, The Undertaker, Brock Lesnar, but has never beaten Georgia. And oh, <laughs> With a picture of Roman Reigns when he played. Go. I thought it was pretty funny. <laughs> Being that we're doing a sports show on a quasi-wrestling shadow there here you now. go. Very I thought nice. that was pretty good funny. There yeah, there's Roman Reigns when he's rocking the yellow jackets uniform. There he is. Wow, he looks different. I know, right? He looks a lot different. He does look different. Yeah. I'd Very young. This. Yeah. I know, right? He was a kid. Yeah. Um, all right, here we go. College picks. Let's go. The Taz and Moose picks are for fun only. This is not for gambling purposes. Just some chuckles and a good time. Enjoy the Taz and Moose picks now. Listen irresponsibly. <laughs> It's now time for the Taz and Moose College Football Picks. The three picks you need to know. All right, here we go. College Picks, week 14. Uh, it was 2-1 a week ago. I was 25-14 and 14 on the year. Taz was 3-0 and 0 a week ago. Yeah. He was 23-15-1 on the season. So I have a, what, one-and-a-half game lead, I believe it is? Yes, one-and-a-half game lead on oh, Taz here. Uh, as we're winding down the college football slate. All right, Taz, you want to go first or you want me to go first? Well, it seems like I always have to go to first. So well, There you uh, go. Uh, okay, that, I thought you would say, well, I'll no, go first. I'll but go anyway, first. No, I'll, I'll, hey, listen, hey, listen, I got it. All right, so we're going to go a little Iron Bowl Jones. We'll do Iron Bowl. We'll do a little Auburn versus uh, Alabama. Uh, look it. Um, I think this is going to be a really good game. I mean, we had Brett on earlier. We talked about this game. I think it's going to be a really good game. But I got to tell you, a three a home dog is Auburn plus three and a half, I believe, or as we say in the trade, plus yep. 3.5. Yes. Remember that bit? I do remember that. All right. Anyway, um, 
I li- I'll tell you what, I like over on this thing. I'll take my three and a half. I think right now, I know, you know, I understand Alabama's sitting five right now. They're 10 and one. They're, they're on the cusp of being in that fourth spot. I think the spoiler is the spoiler. I think that's going to be the Tigers in this huge rivalry game. Uh, quarterback Mac Jones is excellent. The sophomore's real good. He's got some great wide receivers, a lot of speed. But somehow, some way, I think on senior day, right there uh, uh, in Auburn, Alabama, okay, I'm telling you, I think the senior step up, that defense is awesome for the Tigers. Give me Auburn. I'll take the three and a half. All right, pick number one for you. Pick number one for me. I'm going to take the Wolverines. I'm going to take Michigan. I'm going to take the eight and a half points at home against Ohio State. I think they're going to give them a game. I don't know. Maybe a little. Maybe I'll be uh, painted a fool around four o'clock Saturday afternoon as Ohio State runs roughshod over them. However, uh, they've been playing great football the last four and a half games. Every guy to a man has talked about this game being their game. It's a big spread. It's eight and a half. I'm going to take the Wolverines. I think it's a close game. I think Ohio State probably ends up winning, but I think Michigan makes this a game in the second half. Give me the Wolverines plus eight and a half. That's well, pick number one for me. I'm taking this game also, and I agree with you. Okay, I'm, I also am taking Michigan. I had nine, but I guess it's plus eight and a half. We'll go plus eight and a half. I'm with you. It's a lot of points. Uh, this is, again, another massive rivalry in the big house. It's, it's too many points in that big house. For, for Michigan, not uh, I'm sorry for Ohio State to be able to cover, it's just not going to happen. I, I, I understand they're, they're 11 and 0 right now, and I understand they're coming. The Buckeyes coming off that huge win against Penn State, uh, and they're a complete team and all that jazz. But they are not going to roll Michigan. Give me the eight and a half. So I'll, I'm with you. I'll take Michigan. All right, we're going to go mano a mano in game two for me. I'm going to take Bama. I'm going to lay the three and a half against Auburn. Um, and you know I, I think it's. Listen, Auburn's been good to me. I've been on the Tigers a lot this year. And I, I it's a rivalry. It's the Iron Bowl. It's the Plains of Auburn and, and all that. Um, I think this Alabama team is going to rally. Mac Jones, a quarterback. And and I know it's a much more difficult opponent in an, a rivalry game. I just think Alabama's going to dig down here and win this game by a touchdown. Maybe six. I think they cover three and a half. Uh, I can understand why you'd like Auburn plus the points. I'm going to go the opposite way. I'm going to take Alabama. I'm going to think they uh, they find a way to win the game. I think they cover the three and a half. That's pick number two for me. All right, I just mentioned a little bit ago about uh, about Roman Reigns at Georgia Tech and all that stuff. And they're playing Georgia. So I want to talk about this game here. Uh, and uh, Georgia is playing Georgia Tech. And they're playing Georgia Tech is home in Atlanta. Um, you know, Georgia Tech comes in the game three and eight. They're not very good. Where Georgia is Georgia. They're 10 and one. They're ranked fourth right now. Right in line for that playoff. Jake Fromm has not been lights out this year, Moose, as you know. But he's loaded with weapons on his Bulldog team. That all being said, uh, they're laying 28 points. 28 points. uh, That's what they're laying. Home dog Jones is Georgia Tech. Getting 28. Georgia covers. I'll take the Bulldogs. It's going to be a beating. Uh, Roman Reigns is going to cry over this one. Georgia Tech is going to do the job in a bad way, meaning they're going to lose. Give me the Bulldogs with the points. Uh, you oh, like laying the, the points, I should You say, like yeah. the Bulldogs laying the laying points. The points yeah. All right. Um, you 28. How many points do you have on that? 28. What do you got in there? Uh, I'm just curious. Sorry to put you on the spot. Yeah, 28 and a half. And a half? 28.5. Yeah, so I mean, you can lay 28. Whatever. I'll take Georgia. They, they're going to beat them up. They're going to beat up Georgia Tech. All right. Um, I'm, I'm going to take... Um, I'm going to take Clemson. Uh, I'll take the the easy mark, uh, hopefully. Uh, I'm going to lay the 27 and a half. It's four touchdowns against South Carolina. 
I think Clemson has awoken here, Taz. Uh, they're destroying teams left and right. And I think they're going to destroy a Gamecock team that's 4-7. and seven, Got off to a, a staggering start this year. Lost to North Carolina. Questions about Will Muschamp and everything like that. Give me the Tigers of Clemson. They streamroll South Carolina in-state rivalry. Rivalry weekend this weekend in college football. Laying 27 and a half. That's pick number three for me. All right, there you go. That's it. We're done, right? There I did my three. Selections. Did all three? You want, you want to do the whole lay down or we're good? We've got to go to first. Clemson laying 27 and a half. All right. I Alabama got, uh, laying three and a half. Go ahead. And Michigan plus eight and a half. All right, I'm going to take Auburn plus the three and a half. I'm sorry. Yeah, Auburn. I got a little yeah. confused. I'm, t- I'm taking uh, Georgia laying the 28 and change. And I'm taking, uh, me and Moose are the same with this. I'm taking Michigan plus eight and a half. We're all the Wolverines. Yes, sir. As a family. Yes, sir. Taz of the Moose with you. We come back. We got NFL picks with you uh, on a Wednesday morning right here, CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. Certainly is uh, a good Wednesday. What's the matter, Taz? I ate too much eggs and stuff. Chef Mike's stuff was great, but it's a little Fantastic. Too much. What did you have? You didn't eat nothing. I had. Uh, I did not. I'm going to eat post. I'm a little bloated right now. I'm going to eat post. I have a trouble. I, I don't love. I, I'll eat some things during the during the show. Some things. Oh, come on, easy now. Be easy. It's a it's the holiday season. Come on. Some things. I thought there was something wrong because I haven't seen you eating. Oh my god. Bro, I got to go to the bathroom. I think. All that right. Well, we got some NFL picks right. coming your way. You ready? Yeah. I'm ready. Here we go. Let's get to them. Our NFL picks. The Taz and Moose picks are for fun only. This is not for gambling purposes. Just some chuckles and a good time. Enjoy the Taz and Moose picks now. Listen irresponsibly. It's now time for the Taz and Moose NFL Picks. The three picks you need to know. All right, uh, Taz, we got to go quickly here. We're yes, running out of time. Uh, I was one and two last week. What am I, uh, 15, what is that, 15, 20, and one on the season? 15, 20, yeah, 15, 20, and one on the year. You were uh, two and one a week ago. Yeah, well. You're 25, 11 on the season. <laughs> And you have a, a nine-and-a-half game lead. Yeah, well, there you have it. I don't want right, to brag. You fire away. You first. Oh, of course. Oh, whatever Moose says, I will do. That's how this works. Um, I will uh, discuss real briefly here the L.A. Rams, uh, who just come off a of beating on a Thursday night. Uh, they're going to be uh, on the road in Arizona. Uh, you know what? Arizona are a home dog, uh, plus three, I believe. Uh, I will take the Cardinals. Plus three. Uh, I like Arizona to win this game outright. I think Arizona wins the game. They beat the Rams by seven. How about that, Moose? All right. You like the Rams by seven. No, 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 no. You like the, the Cardinals, Cardinals by, by seven. seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. you're taking the Cardinals plus the three. Cardinals plus three. That's what yeah. I said. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. That's what sure. Okay, good. You're up. It's reassuring. That, that's uh, hammering that point. All right. Uh, that's pick number one. Okay. Uh, pick number one for me. I'm going to take the Packers. I'm going to lay the six and a half on the road. MetLife Stadium against the Giants. One o'clock kick on Sunday. Uh, I, you know, it could rain could be in the forecast. The Giants are in all sorts of trouble right now. Uh, Shermer's lost as a head coach. Give me the Packers. I think they win this game by a touchdown. Lay the six and a half. That's pick number one for me. All right, pick number two. I will take. Uh, we got the Jets. They're going to be on the road against the Bengals, um, and the Bengals are home dog also. They are plus three and a half. Or as we say, three point five. Uh, you know what? They could take their three and a half, the Bengals. I'll take the Jets. Yeah. Jets are going to cover. Yeah. I like the Jets in this game over the Bengals. You like the Jets over the Bengals? Yes. Yes. That's pick number two for you. Yes. Pick number two for me. 
I'm going to take the Carolina Panthers. they got to get healthy, and it's got to come this week. They're home against the Washington Redskins and Dwayne Haskins. They're a 10-point favorite. I'm going to take Carolina. I think they uh, uh, I think they both race the skins. I do. Uh, too much McCaffrey. Uh, too many weapons offensively. Not enough for Washington. Give me the Carolina Panthers laying 10. That's pick number two for me. All right. And then uh, we will go with an all-Florida matchup. we got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They're going to be on the road against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, Jaguars are plus one. So, you know what? Give me the Jags in this thing. I think the Jags, they're due for a nice win. I think they beat the Buccaneers. I'll take Jacksonville. All right, you're going to take Jacksonville. All right, and then uh, pick number three for me. Why not? Uh, I'm going to take the Cowboys. I'll lay the six and a half against the Bills on Thanksgiving. There it is. I'm going to take the Dallas Cowboys. Why not? Why not? Uh, A little Thanksgiving. I'm worried about that game. Middle game of the triple header. You'll be sleeping anyway, bro. You'll be sleeping. Yeah, four thirty. Give me a little something, a little extra interest in that game. Be out like a light. I'll be uh, heavy on the Cowboys in that one. Uh, Less than a touchdown. Give me Dallas. Laying six and a half. They need the victory. Pressure's on Garrett. Time to rally. Here comes the inaccurate Josh Allen. There it is. And the Buffalo Bills. There it goes. Run it down the throat of the Buffalo I'm Bills. I'm nervous about the D-line. From my D-line against Down Zeke the throat Elliott. of the Buffalo Bills. I'm worried about it. I ain't going to lie. All uh, right. So, quickly to recap. Oh, got to recap. Cowboys laying six and a half. Packers laying six and a half. Panthers laying ten. All right. I got the, I got the Cardinals plus three. I got the Bengals, I'm sorry, the Jets laying three and a half, and I got the Jaguars laying one. That's what I got. So there you go. There's your NFL picks from Taz and Moose. All right, make sure to think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get guaranteed low prices, excellent customer service at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. And Oh, oh what what a surprise. Wow, what a surprise. Holiday edition of Owami. Thanksgiving. The Saints go marching into Atlanta and take a victory. Minus seven over the Falcons. Happy Thanksgiving. I will be enjoying my meatloaf mac and cheese machination, as you must. Well, there you go. With an apple martini. I know he likes that. Oh, apple martinis are delicious. A meatloaf, mac and cheese, mac and martinis? Yeah, they're delicious. Do you have hair in your chest? I do. Uh, Listen, apple martini is a great way to start a night. Yes. You're hanging out with not what I the Boami. Uh, yeah, um, right. Yes. I can't say what I want to say. Can't say I nothing was, anymore. I was out one time. We were in Atlantic City, right? Quick story here, right? Me, McMonaco, Monzo, my buddy Sal, right? We were all down at AC. This okay. is about like, uh, I'd say before kids. It's going back like eight, nine years ago, right? And we we're, at, uh, we we're at the Bellagio. We we're at the middle bar, right? So we all order drinks. And they're getting beers <clears> and <throat> Whatever, Jack and Coke and whatever. Manly drinks. Right. I get myself an apple martini. Okay. Right? So, and it has a little bit of a, it has the apple slice in it. Yes. Right? Yes. It has the apple slice in it. Yes. So, the bartender, a female, goes, apple martini's ready, right? So, I go to get my apple martini. Yeah. And unbeknownst to me, there's a guy there. Moose! Huge fan! I love the fan. That's great. I promptly put the apple martini put right back, back the on spot. the bar. Uh, man, this is not for I, me. I, I go, I go, I go. Talk to him about the fan. <laughs> He's asking me about questions about Chris and Mike. That's classic. McMonagle, who has since lost weight, was a, a, a big guy at the time. I said, yeah. Chris, when we're done here, can you block his view so I can go get my drink? 
That's a funny story. That is a funny story. Like, just leave that drink over there, man. I'm good right now. Leave it on the coast up. Right, uh, you know what? Oh, I'll yeah. take a, I'll take a Jack, honey. Uh, t- yeah, yeah. Just give me a Jägermeister. I'm good. Taz, good stuff, brother. Well, listen, have a great Thanksgiving. Have a happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Everyone here and everybody on listening. It's great. You know? Yes. Thank, thank you to Chef Mike. Yes, thanks, Mike. Congrats for all the food. Awesome. Congratulations to Pete on the tremendous victory as well. Uh, Mike, Pete, thank you. Bogus, everyone for listening. Have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Uh, enjoy the holiday. Till Monday, everybody. Taz and Moose, we out. Peace. There's got to be a 10-second runoff here. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.